Oh yeah, so happy new year. Happy new year. It is, right? It is. You're wearing the new year. 2022. Mm. I don't make a big deal out of it, though. No, did you see in the new year? I was asleep. Perfect. Yeah. That's good? It is good. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, for me, like New Year's Day is like a really quiet day mm. in terms of like people aren't doing stuff and whatever. So I'd much rather get stuff done on New Year's Day than celebrate New Year's like the evening into the new year. Yeah. I'd much rather wake up early and like go for a really quiet bike ride or something. Yeah. It would be a really quiet bike Always ride. Is. Always. Oh. The only worry would be like drunk, still drunk people yeah. trying to get home. So yes. There is that kind of worry. Yeah, the only vehicles on the road are... Potentially, yeah, more lethal than normal. Um, didn't bike ride this year because I think the weather was shit. So. I can't even remember. Uh, it wasn't even a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? And then, what, what's, uh, what's your plan? You got some New Year's resolutions? Um, no. Good. That's the right answer. Because I, I made a change to my life before New Year's, so it wasn't a New Year's resolution. Nice. So that I, I actually did it and mm. stuck to it and didn't feel any guilt for not doing it or doing it or mm-hmm. anything like that. So finally taking the plunge of cutting milk out of my diet. Yeah. Um, in all of its entirety, if, if possible. Yes. Um, the aim is to kind of start with two weeks, see how I feel, but I have a funny feeling I'm going to need to do it for like a month, mm-hmm. maybe six weeks. Mm. Um, but then once you've gone six weeks, you might as well just do six months yeah, and see how the body feels and, yeah. and sort of, yeah, if anything gets better, if anything gets worse, it may not actually be milk, it may be something else. Yeah, I was going to say, was, why milk or why, um, why dairy? So a couple of years ago, um, I went for an like an intolerance test, but rather than it being blood-based, um, it was a homeopathic um, intolerance test where they, they're using a, a machine to effectively connect to you. So you, you uh, complete the electrical signal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then based on the resistance that your body gives to the substance that is also in the electrical signal, yeah. will tell whether or not you have like an intolerance to it or you're allergic to it or yeah. it agrees with you or like on a, on a, like, I guess on a, cellular level based on like electrical feedback at that point like it's incredibly instant and it seemed really accurate Mm. is that the the nasa tech kind of piece of kit probably yeah it felt kind of weird spacey yeah um they were using kind of like a pen um and they touch it on on a finger they like to use like one finger for the whole test right and they just touch it on kind of where the skin starts to create the cuticle Mm -hmm. um but i mean i was in there for a while and she was just constantly just testing to the same point. So I did develop like a small blister, wow. um, which she noticed and everything. She was like, oh, I can change hands. But I was like, no, I don't want two blisters. So just keep going just, just, on the same one. Yeah, hammer me on the one. Um, and then out of that, it was kind of said that I, that I have a possibility that I might have an intolerance to milk, mm-hmm. um, specifically cow's milk mm-hmm. um, and ethyl. Mm-hmm. So... Who is, who is this Ethel? Is it an aunt or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, alcohol. <laughs> oh, okay. But not, so not all like the grains and stuff that make beer. So most people would be intolerant to like the wheat or something mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. have a chance of being intolerant to the wheat. Um, it's actually the, the ethyl that comes out the back of the alcohol distilling process. Gotcha. So I can have like alcohol-free stuff, all good. Yeah. Um, but if I have anything with alcohol in it, then I notice it. Interesting. Mm. And are you going dairy alternative? What's your, what's trying, your plan? Trying. Um, my only problem there is like, you can't call 
a white substance, a white fluid that didn't come from a teat milk. <laughs> Can you? Uh, d- no. Like learning about how they make oat milk and mm. almond milk and yeah. stuff like that. Like yeah. you're kind of just soaking it. Yeah. And then maybe blending it and yeah. then like homogenizing it. Yeah. So it's not milk. No. Like it's not dairy. No. But I am trying. Okay. Um, started out with almond milk, almond water. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Mm. It's nutty, obviously. It's got a nutty flavor. So if you like a sort of nutty undertone to your coffee, mm-hmm. it's all good. Um, but I didn't really like it. It's not very creamy. It's like super watery coffee. Yeah. Kind of takes away from the reason why I was drinking coffee, I think. Um, so moved over to an oat milk, uh, which is a lot better, actually. Um, actually froths. You can get micro bubbles and everything. But it's still not creamy. It's not like full bodied. It's, it's water based. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a water based product. Yeah. Um, and I think that comes from previous experience of trying espressos and mm-hmm. being like, ah, I don't really like them. Mm-hmm. So I'll pop a bit of milk in mm-hmm. to make the coffee sort of drinkable. Yeah. But then it's that whole thing of just learn to like espresso. Yeah. So um, I'm actually now trying just to drink espressos rather than having the alternate milk. Because yeah. I wonder if the alternate milk, although it may not be bad, it's yeah. not necessarily good. Yeah. Because there's inevitably some stuff in there that they have to put in there to make it either have a shelf life or make yeah. it not separate or something. Yeah. It's often the concerns with products that are free from something. Mm. What like if they put in it? Too? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, it's sugar free. Oh, fantastic. But what else is in there? Because mm. it still tastes sweet. So mm. what else have they got in there? Yeah. Oh, it's gluten free. Great. But mm. how's it still like a bread mm. kind of product? Yeah. So I'm trying. I'm trying everything, actually. I'm, I'm kind of using this period to say, well, okay, cool. Let's just give it a go, though. Yeah, cool. Because I won't know until I try. Great. And there's that whole thing of I can't really talk on a podcast about doing stuff if I'm now not trying new stuff in my own body and, and pushing the limit and, yeah. and everything. So true. it was just, right, just do it. Be the experiment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it obviously gives us something to talk about as well. Yeah, I can nice. Talk about results. Um, yes. I think it's just been like just over a week. Uh-huh. Can't say I feel any different. Too early. Yeah, it's way too early. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you had a food intolerance, it can take anywhere from like, well, like four to 30 days to present in the first place. Mm. So you're going to have to give your body at least kind of mm-hmm. 30 days to work itself out. And yeah. that's under the assumption that the body's working well and the detox process is working. And yeah. Yeah. Depends on how deep the problem is, like rooted in there. Yeah. Are you thinking of taking any kind of binders or anything like that? To no, assist? but I'm open to the idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know enough about it to um, to like know which binder to take. Right. Because obviously if I, my only issue there is if I, I took the wrong one and maybe it was too aggressive mm-hmm. or it bound to the wrong thing. Or, mm-hmm. So I don't know, but yeah, I'm up for it. Yeah. Because okay. now's a good time to, I guess, detox and yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, uh, we're, we're currently using uh, diatomaceous clay, which you just, you kind of dose it quite yeah. low to begin with you yeah. do it for like 10 days then yeah. you come off this for a week yeah. then you go back on to for 10 days and you can just build up the the amount is a pre-made clay like I've got diatomaceous earth powder yes yeah, yeah it's a powder um, that you just you just add into water so you do like half a teaspoon alright oh, because yeah. I chucked that in the Dio there's diatomaceous oh, yeah. earth in the Dio yeah yeah mm. Chris makes his own deodorant yeah and she tests it for me yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. smell my armpit um, I'd rather not. Well, I don't know. Maybe have you recently put on tea? I, I fresh. Um, 
<laughs> Did you put deo on I, this morning? I, yeah, but okay, I didn't. Good. I didn't use your deo this okay, morning. That's I'm fine. afraid. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, my. So if anyone's wondering, the only reason I started making my own deos, I got really into natural deos, mm. but I hated the application method because it's all finger based. Yeah. Um, which is fine, but it like when you're getting ready in the morning, there's only so many times you can wash your hands after you've had a shower and be like, I'm kind of defeating the object here. So there's always that thing of, right, I need to find a natural DO company that does a stick so Mm -hmm. I don't need to use my finger. Mm -hmm. I was really struggling to find someone. So I was like, it can't be that hard to make the stuff. Yeah. Um, So I gave it a crack. Started bashing it out. I think this is like the fourth batch and I think they're getting a little bit better every time. Okay. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah, the last one was a bit claggy. Yeah, there was way like, too much. Like the um, wash off was a little. Odd. There was way too much wax in it. Right. Yeah, I upped the wax content to deal with the weather, so mm-hmm. um, warm climate. Mm. But there was just way too much. Yeah, way way too much. Don't and there were two different types of wax in there. And I've recently learned that one, although it's a very good substitute for beeswax, it's actually arguably the same as beeswax. So I'd much rather use beeswax than like soya wax. Soya wax, I think, would be good for a candle. Mm-hmm. Beeswax, I think, would be good for the body. Yeah. Or better for the body than soya wax. So, yeah, now just beeswax. It takes ages to melt, though, when you're making it. How bad? Yeah. The soya wax will be melts, like, really, really quickly in the, like, double burner-type mm-hmm. heating system. Mm. Beeswax takes ages. That was interesting. Nice. It's good. <laughs> Ingenious. Mm. I'm tempted now to try and make my own shampoo and conditioner. Oh, okay. Mm. Even if only really short sort of life, I don't know what the shelf life would be on it though, because I mean, you're not eating it. No. Yeah. Mm. Louise did make some shaving foam, weren't you? Did she? Obviously it didn't work on me. Yeah. With a big beard. Yeah. <laughs> well, she shaves, I guess. Not her face. No, she might shave her face. Yeah, she might. No, she kind of made a load for family members and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. I have no idea what, what went into it. Yeah. But like as a foam as well, that's mental. Yeah, was it? Well, I, don't know. I didn't use it, so I don't know. I know, but right. knowing Louise, it would be a foam. Yeah. But like making a foam sounds incredibly difficult. Maybe it was just a, cre- like yeah, a like cream. A, yeah, like a gel, shaving gels or something. I don't I don't know. It's been a long time since I've clean shaved. Really? I just trim. I just oh. have like an electric trimmer and I just trim. And lucky enough, my beard isn't super like hard yet. So I can actually get it like a really close to um, skin trim with it. Nice. But I guess guys, as older guys, the, the hair is so thick and yeah. like strong and tough yeah. that a clipper isn't normally enough. That's mm. why you normally have to sort of clean shave. Yeah, yeah. But then if I hear, if I listen to my dad clean shaving in the mornings, boy, it just sounds horrendous. <laughs> he does attack his face though. But even then, it's just, it sounds horrendous. Scrapings. Yeah. Yeah, it, it genuinely sounds like someone's rubbing like a brick across tarmac kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's got a really tough beard, so. Mm. He must shave, like, every day. Yeah, I think, except for, I think he tries to give his face a rest twice a week. Wow. Mm. I think that's why I grew a beard. (laughs) But isn't it more work than shaving? Different work. Different work. work. Yeah, different work. Mm. Yeah. Shaving's a pain. No, I hated shaving. I hate shaving. Mm. It is a pain in the ass. A beard solves it. Mm. Although shaving your legs is a lot more of a pain in the ass than shaving your face. Wouldn't know about that. Mm. I'm sure it is. Mm. 
Like around the ankle and around the knee. Oh my God. <laughs> like even when you look at it, you're like, yeah, I could get that. That's not that hard. Yeah. But you're like, oh, I'll cut myself. Yeah. Like, or you're like, every time you do it, you'd be like, oh, I missed a bit. And I'd always be on the knee somewhere. And you'd be like, how am I missing stuff on my knee? And, like, and just to be clear, this is for cycling, right? Yeah. For speed. No. Not for speed. Safety. For safety. Yeah, so there's no aerodynamic advantage to having hair or no hair in wind. There's only an aerodynamic advantage to like swimmers. So swimmers yeah. like full body, definitely. no hair. Yeah. There's a there's definitely an aerodynamic advantage yeah. or With, a can, resistance advantage in water. You can definitely feel your beard when you swim. Can you? Oh yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Like first, just dragging first, your first, hair Yeah, the first time I went swimming with a beard like that. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> um the safety factor comes if you crash. Um, so there's little tiny gaps in tarmac. Yeah. Um, and the hair will get caught in there. And obviously as you're sliding down the road, really? there's a chance that it'll just rip chunks out. Oh. Not super nice. So the first reason cyclists yeah. shave is for safety. Uh, I did not know that. Mm. Loads of people will be like, oh yeah, because it's faster. It's no faster. No, I mean, I didn't then, really think it was faster, but like the myth. Yeah, the myth. And then the other the other myth is people do it for the sports massage because it, it makes the sports massage nicer or less painful because there's right. less chance of, um, I guess, the masseuse pulling the hairs out. Okay. And then I was like, the dude just needs more yeah, massage just, oil. Just tell your massage <laughs> therapist. You've but I think that's a myth to yeah. people who don't really get sports massages. Yeah. And so two massive myths around why cyclists shave. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. So I only shave during competition. Uh, and now that I'm just a recreational cyclist. The, yeah. the legs are long. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's only a bit weird in the summertime. Like in winter, it's so wrapped up, no one knows. So most cyclists actually just let their hair grow in the winter anyway. And they'll only shave come competition time. Right. Um, it looks a bit weird. I'm, I I'm now feel like I'm going to be more conscious when I start seeing like cyclists not in like the full leg gear mm. to see if they've been, mm. if they've got hairy legs on mm. them. Yeah, most cyclists will stop shaving in the winter because it's such yeah. a pain in the ass. Mm. One of the nicest feelings, though, is freshly shaved legs and then fresh sheets. Okay. The the feeling of, like, fresh linen on fresh legs. Wow. Ooh, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> but that only lasts, like, ten minutes before the ten, hair starts Yeah, ten back. seconds, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, this is great. Wake, oh, up, yeah, great. wake up tomorrow and it's just sandpaper everywhere. Yeah. Well, I imagine these are things that I'll probably never experience. Uh, ones if Oscar takes up cycling. Well, I'll follow him in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Never tempted to shave a leg? Shave? Well, you'd have to shave both, wouldn't you? I'd, would you? You body built it like one time in your life? Was yeah. that not a thing to be like hairless bodybuilders? Yeah, yeah, I, but I never did it to the point of I want to get on a stage okay. and present myself in my buggies. Okay. Budgie smugglers, yeah. yeah. No, no. <laughs> that that part didn't interest me. Okay. Just the get, getting, the getting strong and getting mm. big, that okay. interested me. But the whole fake tan and the, mm. yeah, nah. It kills it. I think it's, well, a lot of people say that is the industry, but I think mm. it's killing the industry. Because mm. especially a lot of people coming in trying to get healthy. Yeah. That's ultimately what they look at as yeah. like a role model and stuff. And then yeah, like yeah, loads yeah. of people would be like, but I don't want to do that. And then kind of the whole way everything's designed is to make people do that. Feed into that. Feed into it. Yeah. yeah, rubbish. I say it can't be healthy. Like the thing those people do, even in like the three days leading up to the competition, like the the stuff they put their body through. Mm. That Tough. you can't tell me that's healthy. Like no. they're they're dehydrating for like a week. Often, um, yeah, and just 
horrendous. Yeah. And then as soon as the competition's over, they go load up on fast food. Yeah. 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 Love it. I think it's uh, the, the sort of, I guess, the, the arguably the best bodybuilder that Britain have ever produced so far, Dorian Yates. Mm. You know, he talks about not barely being able to walk onto stage mm. because of the pain in his heels, because he was so low in body fat. Mm. And you think, there's not much fat on a heel anyway. But yeah, to be that low that it, yeah. you actually then lose the fat pad in the foot. So, you know, just standing on stage was really painful. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's not healthy. I wonder if he'd say if it was worth it. Like if he looked back on his career, I wonder if he'd actually say if it was worth it. Well, I imagine so. Yeah, but then you look at people like Ronnie Coleman. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but like I watched a documentary on him nowadays and dude's on like two crutches. Dude's like fucked. Really struggling to get around and just normal life it. And yeah. you're like, was it worth it? Did all that money that you generated during that time then pay for, Yeah. I guess, a good lifestyle after the fact? Mm. It doesn't look It's a big good. price to pay. It seems to be. Yeah. But then we are talking about the pinnacle of it as well. Yes. Like those two names are not average. No. No, they're definitely not. Definitely not. Mental. <laughs> Did you have any uh, thoughts in mind for mm. discussion on this podcast? Not really. No. You're always the one with the notebook. I like to just let it come to me it, in the moment. Yeah. I, I shouldn't really stop doing A notebook is useful in terms of sometimes when you're, well, certainly, well, actually for you as well, but, you know, when you're interacting with people and, and questions come up and you're like, <laughs> that's a good one to discuss. Mm. And if I don't write it down, I will forget. Yeah, that's true. I should. Um, Podcast Kitten has arrived. Again. Um, Back in the zone. Have you got any questions? Uh, No, not questions necessarily, but I kind of wanted to touch upon um, the right, uh, not even the right, but how does someone, you've got a loved one and you see they're doing stuff wrong and they're getting worse. Mm from a health perspective or whether that's a physical health or a mental health, who has the right to tell that person, I think you're doing something not in your best favor. Like, like where does it, like it's, that's hard, right? Yeah. Like, cause you could see someone not exercising yeah. and you're like, I worry that you're not exercising mm. or you could eat, see someone eating something mm. and you kind of go, I'm worried that you're, you know, yeah. doing damage to yourself long-term. Yeah. Do you have any right to say that to anybody? Like, it never comes across the way right. that you wanted to. Yeah, it always seems to come across that you're attacking. You're attacking person. them. Yeah, you're and then they get really them. defensive, and then they normally end up doing the behavior that you're trying to get them to not do more. Yeah, in like a no, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. It's a question that I've pondered for years as well because I've that very same issue in my mm. life. I guess it comes down to the relationship that you have with that person whether or not they understand that you're coming at this from a perspective of like love and caring as opposed to I'm pointing the finger because I'm doing so much better than you. Uh, yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How people will look back at you and be like, well, you're only saying that because you are thin or you do work out, or you do eat well and stuff. Yeah. It's easy for you because. Yeah. yeah. It's easy mm. for you because you're already doing it. Or, yeah. I don't know. Mm. It's a real tricky one. It's a mm. real tricky one. It's a real tricky one. And then it also comes back to, I guess... You do you. So yeah. you live your life and everything. You can't change someone. They have to want to change themselves. 
I guess that's the um, the power, perhaps, in sort of our current the world we live in at the moment, where it is all about information, right? Mm. The the abundance of information. Mm. So you can direct someone to a podcast, and mm-hmm. you go, "Oh, I've, I've listened to this episode; it's really good." Mm. You know, if you get a chance, listen to it. Mm-hmm. And perhaps that's a subtle enough way. Mm. But certainly, you know, I think you're right in terms of that that honest level of communication mm. that you've maybe had set up. Mm. You know, we have this frank discussion with each other, but we're not. I'm not attacking you. Mm. And and vice versa. When when you see me do something that's not mm-hmm. favourable or offends you or upsets you, mm-hmm. when you bring me up on it, it's not because you're attacking me. Mm. Yeah, that's a, it's a tough one though. Mm. You right. have to have a really strong relationship with someone to be able to yeah. do that. Yeah, and then not take it personally and kind of hate you for a little bit. Yeah, and you have to have that level of security in yourself as well, right? So that you're yes, you you're not afraid of it. The vulnerability. You've got to be open to the vulnerability of your own weaknesses and issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, oh, like when's if you, because they say you spot characteristics in other people that you don't like about yourself. Mm-hmm. So when's if you're actually only noticing the fact that this other person is not doing something or is doing something because on some sort of level you are not doing the same thing or you are doing the same thing, you're just not noticing it in yourself. Yeah, you're acting out that behaviour. So, oh, wow. Well, that's an onion we're going to have to unpeel <laughs> one day. <laughs> that is an onion, yeah. That is an onion. It's hard, though. I think it's a very common problem. Like, people see loved ones doing stuff or... Uh, you know, they see their health degrading and mm. they don't know how then to kind of approach that person and yeah. say, look, you know, I'm worried about you. I mm. care about you. And, but I think, I think that you're taking the wrong path. Mm. That is really hard. I don't know. So yeah, that's just what <laughs> okay. I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Some light yeah. topics of conversation. Yeah. Um, that's a big one, though. It's we're massive. Gonna to, we're going to have to crack that. It's massive. Mm. Yeah, I think I think it does it does boil down to that. Can, do we have a honest relationship with each other? Mm. Like first, or question. can we? Or can we? Like, yeah. can, we, can we start one from from sort of now? Yeah. I think a lot of people get caught up in like what was. Mm-hmm. So our relationship has always been this. So yeah. it can only ever be this. Yes. But surely things have to grow and change and evolve. and Yeah. And that's always threatening, isn't it? Because mm. it might not change the way I want it to change. It might not change for a positive. It yeah. might actually appear yeah, to be a worse. negative change. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's very challenging. Yeah. But in the long term, it's got to be good. It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. Got to be. Mm. So, yeah, good people. Get out there and tell people that. Getting stuff wrong. Yeah. No, don't do that. But firstly, <laughs> I guess it would be that also that thing of always start with why you're doing it. Yeah. So like, I've noticed something, like I love you, I really care for you. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. Don't just frame, don't just walk in the room and be like, ah, you dick. Yeah. Catch them in the middle of drinking another yeah. beer. Whatever it what is. What the fuck yeah. you doing? Yeah. Which does seem to be the um, sort of innate reaction to get angry and then shout. <laughs> Like, why are you doing that again? Yes. Rather than maybe people actually need to have a go to the different way and be like, 
no, but why are you doing it again? Rather yeah, than yeah. being angry and stuff, like actually try and open that conversation of like, what's up? Yeah. Just come, come talk to me. Come talk to me. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of the time those behaviours, people don't know why they do something. Mm. You know, deep down they, mm. they kind of don't really know. Mm. Yeah, I, I came across something the other day that, um, what was it kind of saying? Like drug addicts mm-hmm. for certain drugs, they'll actually effectively like do the drug without even realizing that their brain mm. got them to do the drug. Mm-hmm. Like they'll literally be at the point of like either injecting or whatever it is and just be like, but how did I get here? Yeah. It's literally like the brain is just so in need of the drug that it, it just takes over and just wow. drives the person. So you're no longer in the driver's seat. Wow. That's kind of scary. Yeah, that is scary. Is that like when you drive somewhere and you kind of, your your brain is on a, a predetermined route, even though you knew that you needed to turn right at one junction and you just went straight on as normal. And then you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I didn't, I didn't want to go this way. I should have turned right back there. Sounds about right. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah, the power of the subconscious. Yeah. We forget. Yeah. Yeah, it's still, yeah, yeah, mental. Ooh. So, yeah, that's it. That is an onion. Gonna have to ponder that one for a bit. Mm. Mm. Is it potentially worth losing someone in your attempt to love them? Ooh. Because, like, they can't love themselves enough to either stop the behaviour or the habit or even want to or try to get better. Well, I guess sometimes people need a crisis for change to happen. Mm. So, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. maybe that yeah, crisis yeah. isn't, yeah, yeah maybe mm. that it is valuable enough. Mm. Podcast might get a little bit of background noise. We're currently having a yeah, delivery what, of... Uh, what's coming some, in? Uh, driveway stuff. Driveway? Yeah, not the top stone, like the bot, the like mid layer stone, that whatever they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. That's a big lorry. This week's supply of oats just yeah. turning up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's going to have to reverse it around the digger. Like the dude, the dude didn't park the digger in the best place. It's amazing watching these people drive these big what? vehicles. Though skills. Yeah, yeah. Like the the builders had to be somewhere so they asked if I was going to still be around mm. because we were getting a delivery and I was like yeah sure and the guy was like I'll call you if you need to wave them down the driveway like if you need to help them mm-hmm. the entrance is a bit tight um, so I heard him so I like ran out and I was like having a look he probably did it better than I do it in my car yeah. <laughs> and he's in this massive yeah. um, that's got to be like what 10, 30 ton yeah. like 10, between 10 and 30 tons sure driving it like it's nothing no problems but then that's why he's still the driver <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah these these guys that do it all day every day like the level that they get to is just insane mm. truck drivers and yeah just amazing it's well skillful proper skills mm. mad skills yeah <laughs> and they don't really get a lot of like the pay's not great and pay's not great did get a little bit better for them though yeah, but a little bit. I wonder if that's then come back down. Mm, I suspect um, so. Yeah, it's. But then, in what normal day industry is the pay actually good? Mm, good like, question. What normal job can someone go get? Mm. Arguably, like low skill. Uh huh. That's actually well paid. Probably Ooh. none of them. Ooh. 
Mm. Politicians got to get paid, all right. It's fairly low skill, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but you you are actually compensated quite well as a um, MP. Yeah, it's somewhere in the I have six no figures. I, I'm sure they're all very intelligent people. Yeah, I think it's like it's either eighty or it's like 120 grand a year or something. Mm. It's not a bad amount of money considering how like the work that you have to do. Kind yeah, of thing. it's not bad. Get the summer off. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, and Christmas. Stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. I think the way that schools go around um, highlighting certain careers to kids and stuff needs to be a bit different. Mm. Oh, definitely. It's very much a case of, oh, no, you're only going to have one career for the rest of your life. So don't focus on the skills needed to get there. Focus on, like, the grades needed to get Mm. there because I don't think it's Mm -hmm. like, but surely skills are the thing that are going to carry me into the future and help me move from job to job to job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even if it's in the same industry, it's still that whole thing of, like, no, but you might then move up into, like, a manager's position or or something like that. There's obviously going to be change. It's a bit like how your dad was saying about you know, the jobs that he's had, mm. the mm. one skill that's carried through every one of them, yeah. mathematics, Yeah. you know, for his, what he does. Yeah. Yeah. So he was a trained engineer, mm. um, like almost mechanical engineer, um, and he now works in computer sales. Yeah. Mm. Still need math. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't say math. Like he was like mathematics. Mathematics. So that's when you know he's doing like next level math. Yeah. Math? Maths. Math. Is Americans say math, I think. With the S or no, no without. With, with, so we have an S. Yeah, we have, we have a plural. Yeah. Oh, right. Maths. Oh, right. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, mathematics. But yeah, if you, yeah. <laughs> next level. <laughs> mathematics. Yeah. But then he was calculating weird stuff when he was like an engineer. Mm. He worked down in like gold mines and stuff like that, doing turbines and powers mm. and offshore drilling rigs and all crazy stuff. Yeah mental stuff but I didn't realise that engineering was sort of not well paid not as well as you think it would be mm. or should be mm-hmm. um, which is really interesting yeah yeah designing and like making the world work but we don't compensate them for their actions engineers only get like really well paid if they design a product for themselves and then turn it into a company and then sell it uh, like you've heard of Mr Dyson yes I have engineer yeah yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah. Fixing. Mm. Solve a problem. Problems. Mm. Yeah. But then there's even a special type of engineer that designs packaging. Yeah. Like, how is this all going fi- to fit in a box if an engineer designs that? Yeah. That's what we need for all our podcast stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We do. We need, a, like, a flight case and yeah. some sort of... Gucci flight case. Yeah. Just a... It would just be nice. Record on the go. Yeah. But then we kind of need space for... Th- like three microphones yeah because then we can have a guest at some point exciting mm. exciting yeah. progressions yeah I think so yeah well we're now on more platforms than we've ever been on as a mate like tripled tripled yeah now on Spotify and uh, Apple Apple Podcasts Apple yeah. Podcasts mm. and soon to be Amazon Music or yeah you want to see Amazon Music and Just, YouTube it's music. A, a big platform mm, it seems to be like those have got to be the big four. So why not? Um, and then, yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah. Crazy. Going to start promoting this thing. We, we probably should. Yeah, feels definitely. Only, feels only right. Um, I don't really know where. 
anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. Just gonna have to start getting t shirts, don't we? Just tell people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you know? Start getting some merch. <laughs> <laughs> Not for sale. Well, we could sell it. More so we could just wear it. Yeah. And people would be like, Oh, what's that? Yeah. That's my podcast. Check it out. Check it out. Quite right. Yeah, because then you could even do like a QR code like embroidered or printed onto the clothing that they could just scan and it would just take them straight to the podcast. Oh, Technology, man. That's amazing. Just like a lot of people are doing business cards that have QR codes on. Yeah. And then it takes them to like any link that they could want. So mm-hmm. it could be like, right, this is Stuart Peach's website, Instagram, mm. like YouTube, like, and literally list everything that you could try and connect with this person. Mm. And I guess you could at least save the contact details in a modern day way. Who keeps a business card? Yeah, you don't have to mm. yeah. sort of keep printing off business cards all the time. Yeah. Um, did you also hear that? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. yeah. Little bit beep. Yeah. Well, probably my phone. Probably just um, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then you could even just keep that um, QR code. Like you could actually have that QR code on the back of like a phone case. Uh-huh. And then just be like, no, just scan this just and I'll take you to the website. So you could never need another business card. And actually just, no, just scan this quickly. Wow. It's maybe how I'd do it. That's Gucci. (laughs) And then there's companies out there that are doing like recycled cotton business cards. So they get all the offcuts from clothing manufacturers, Mm. remanufacture into like card, and then are producing business cards from it. Neat. Mm. That's a good idea. Mm. Better for the environment. Yeah number of business cards I've gone through over the years mm. we work a design and you go yeah that looks great yeah and, and then you change your phone number like yeah three weeks later yeah inevitably yeah exactly see a big truck now do you see what I mean about wanting to like scrape the the driveway so that when this dude drove over it he would squish all squish the gravel down, down. Yeah. definitely yeah cat's not happy no cat does not look happy with big noisy truck what's a matter Groovy. Do you want an espresso? Ooh. A little bit of sugar, and I'm actually all right with them. Doubles or singles? Uh, so only singles at the moment. I don't need that much coffee in my life. Actually, this cutting milk thing is going to have an inadvertent knock-on effect of less coffee consumption. Yeah. Which is probably not a bad thing. No. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. People love value, though, don't they? Like the massive latte. Like because your, your espresso massive... is like... Yeah. 30 pence cheaper than yep. like the big latte thing mm. so it's yep. like well why, why would I not get the big latte because yep. I'm getting so much more mm. people do love a massive coffee I've noticed it at the office mm. people would be like oh no we can't go to that coffee shop because they're ripping you off and you only get a little coffee yeah for gotta two, go pound, to, two pound 90 yeah gotta go to this place because the coffee is like three times the size but it's like but is it three times as good yeah no, probably not probably not it's all a volume thing for people mm. But then I also wonder how much water they're actually drinking in the day. Mm-hmm. So it's that thing of, if you drank more water, you probably wouldn't actually have space for coffee. Mm. So drink more water. Drink more water. There's a there's a golden health tip. Always. The answer's got to always be drink a little bit more water. Yeah. It's like most issues. T- yeah, yeah, water. most issues. Yeah. yeah. Drink some more water. Yeah. Get some better sleep. Yep. Come back to me like in a week. Yep. <laughs> yeah, rocket science. <laughs> But yeah, let's get an espresso. Sweet.